Welcome to Treasures of the Heart. This is Pastor Liu Ann Youngman, and we are going to continue our series on preventative prayer today. And this week, we're looking at the part of the brain that senses pain, because pain is like a warning system. Pain is good in a way because it lets us know like which part of our body, um, you know, maybe is not functioning properly. Uh, and it's, it alerts us to there's something wrong and that we, we need to, to do something about the pain that we're experiencing. So we don't like having pain, but pain is a good, like, warning system. And that happens in our brain. And as we continue in this podcast on the brain, we're looking at the seven functions of the brain. And this is the fourth function that part of the brain that senses these feelings that we have, this part of the brain where where pain is recognized. Um, you know, John Hopkins, in an article that they shared about the anatomy of the brain, it says that the brain sends and receives chemical and electrical signals throughout the body. Different signals control different processes and your brain interprets each, and some make you feel tired, while others will make you feel pain. So we know that there are those areas in the brain, and there are more than one. I'm not going to give you an anatomy of the brain today, uh, because there's so many that are connecting uh, together when it comes to pain. But I'm sure that you've probably have heard the phrase where it says, you know, we can have mind over matter. Uh, it, it's just a use where it means that you could have willpower to overcome maybe some physical problems. It's it's like a, a mental activity that you will do. It's like mind over matter. And um, the military, um, I, I've heard men say that they have been taught like how to use their mind to just focus on something so strongly that you'll not recognize or the pain will not be so severe it's like a mental workout uh, for sure, but they're trained how to do that because, of course, you know, in the military, you could be so many accidents, so many things that could happen, you know, that there's uh, going to be pain involved in a lot of different ways. So they were taught kind of like how to, to, like I said, use a very strong will focus on something to try to shift the attention from the pain that's being experienced. Now, personally, I have to share, I've experienced pain before preaching, a twisted ankle or back pain or sometimes even sickness. And when I stand to preach, like for an hour when I'm up there and we're singing and doing the worship and I'm preaching, it's like what I previously felt before I got up there to, to worship and preach was not felt during that hour until I finished preaching and then that pain or discomfort came back when I got back in the car to go home. And other people would observe that. I mean, they would know I might have a visible limp or or something, but that there was no, nothing that would show whatever I was preaching because I wasn't feeling it. I, I was just like totally in with the Holy Spirit and focused on on preaching. And uh, so the power of prayer, though, I really want us to understand as we go into prayer today, the power of prayer is more powerful than willpower 
it's more powerful than redirecting our thoughts. Now, of course, you know, in the scriptures and one of Paul's writings, he said, you know, think on these things that are pure and true and just and have a good report. If there's anything to praise God for, anything to thank God for, think on these things, saith the Lord. And again, so it's taking the mind and it's like, you know, if you're going to be thinking about something, don't think about the negative. Don't think about, you know, the the worst case scenario. But, you know, think on think on these things, things that are pure, true, just, of good report, anything that you can be praising God for. And so we do understand that there is the ability to use our mind to help ourselves in situations, and that includes pain. Uh, but actually, if you would read and continue to read about chronic pain, and my heart goes out to anyone today who deals with chronic pain. When you get up in the morning, you have it, and you you live it, and you go to bed with it. My, my heart aches for you, and, and I want to pray for you. Um, but I also want to pray for those, these preventative prayers. I want to pray that you're not going to experience uh, deep pain from arthritis or, or some genetic disease. I mean, we at least want to be able to pray today to ask God to bless us in these areas where we're not going to have a body that is riddled with pain, where we would have to feel like we've got to become dependent on something, because there are so many people who are struggling every day, and, and my heart aches for them, and I want to pray a curative prayer for them, but I would much rather pray preventative prayers for those who do not yet have any issues that are struggling, and you don't have to experience this. Uh, and it's not magic. And please don't think that I think that it is. I just believe that, you know, Jeremiah 33, 3, uh, the Lord gave that to me yesterday, whenever I was in the garden, and we were talking and, and praying, and I always pray like often in the garden, but it's like, for I know the plans that I have for you, they're for good and not for evil to give you a future and a hope. So if God's plans are for good and not evil to give us a future and a hope, well, listen, for us, you know, we would want our future, our hope would be that we would be healthy in mind, soul, body, and spirit, right? I mean, we we want our families to be well. We want our, our children to be well. We don't want to carry on generational DNAs and curses that are going to make us prone to being sickly for the rest of our life. I mean, you know, there can be dementia or Alzheimer's in the mind. And when we get older, we're, you know, there's those potentials. And I'm like, you know, Lord, I want that part of my brain. I think it's the hypothalamus or hypothalamus. So sorry. But that part of the brain that, um, that, you know, is part of that dementia, Alzheimer thing. I want that to be healthy. So why would I not pray about that now while I still have a sound mind? So we're going to be praying the power of prayer that is so powerful and that then that, you know, it's just something that we need to be very focused upon doing is focusing on praying to the God who created us, who has all of our members. Psalm 139 says written in a book, you know, that includes our whole body. And he knows everything about us. You know, when we get a cut, we go straight to the cabinet for antibiotic cream and a band-aid, and then we go on our way. But we should also go straight to God in prayer. You know, whenever I was in a home, and after this story, we will pray. When I was in a home of dear friends, 
The young 33-year-old daughter was dying of a rare cancer. And while she was being tended to by a hospice nurse, she was in tremendous pain, even though she was hooked up to a pain pump. And she looked over at me and said, Pastor the way and I'm counting on you to pray away this pain. I immediately felt my heart ache in my chest, and my soul deeply felt her agony. I so longed for her to be pain-free in this passage from earth to heaven. I mean, we prayed for a miracle. And that prayer was only going to be answered in heaven. But this prayer for a pain-free passage was one that I dearly asked the Father to grant. And so I prayed after the hospice nurse had finished. I went to this sweet, beautiful young woman, and I prayed for her that God would release her body from pain while she was still with us. And I stayed for a while, and and uh, and as the night lingered, I, I was unable, with other responsibilities, to stay uh, the entire the entire time till morning. So I, I did have to go home. But then I received a phone call, thanking me and thanking me that um, that shortly after I had had to leave, um, she had been taken off the pain pump because she was experiencing no pain. She was pain-free until uh, hours later when God took her home. And I share that to tell you that there still is power in prayer. I mean, we may not get all of our prayers answered the way we want them answered, but God will answer those uh, that need to be answered when they need to be answered. And that's why I'm praying these preventative prayers. I would much rather much rather rejoice with you in a healthy mind and body and spirit than have to sit with you in deep pain and agony, which I would most certainly do. But I know you understand what I'm saying. Don't you want a well child? Of course you do. And God, we're his children, you know, and I believe that when we are feeling better, God is glad that we feel better. He came and showed us in this world when Jesus came. He's a healing God. But that was the healing for those who were already uh, sick and dying. But if his hope for us is for a good future to give us hope, then let's pray that way. Jesus, I know I repeat this all the time. He said, you have not because you ask not. Ask so your joy is full. So let's go to prayer and let's ask God to help. Yes, to help those already in pain right now, we should pray. We should pray that God brings healing to them right now in their body, in the name of Jesus. But for those who aren't even experiencing pain or might be afraid that that could be in their future, then then let's ask God to bless us in these preventative prayers. Will you please join me in this prayer? Heavenly Father, oh Lord you are amazing God. And you came to show us, to reveal to us, God, you came to this earth, Lord Jesus, to show us the glory of the Father and how he has power over the things of our body, over the things of this world. And that he really showed us that, that you came with the ability to heal 
But also, remember, remember, whenever your people walked through the wilderness for 40 years, for 40 years, there was no illness. There was the clothes didn't wear off. Nothing went wrong. You provided for them for 40 years. They were well taken care of. So, Lord, as, as I come to you in this time where we're praying for your your favor and your blessings, Lord, we, we don't do that in a prideful way. We're planting seeds of faith because we know that with you, oh God, that you protect us. You're like a heavenly father. You you love us as your children. You presented us a garden where things were perfect before sin entered in. You showed us that you wanted us to have an enjoyable life, a pain-free life, a life that would have been blessed and good where we walked and talked with you. Father, you revealed to us, even in the flood, that when things got so bad that you had to eradicate the evil and the sin, but yet you put them in an ark where they could be protected and provided for, and they weren't taken in the flood, and you brought them back on dry ground again and gave us a new start. Lord, I come to you in the name of Jesus, and I thank you for this brain, this mind that you have given us, Lord, that that operates so beautifully in our bodies. That's a warning system when pain does come, that it tells us, Lord, that there's something that we need to pay attention to. But Father, I want to pay attention to your goodness and your glory. And I want to ask, Father, that you give us a healthy brain, that where those parts so intricate, the parts that work in our brain, that senses this pain and, and reveals things to us, Lord, I do want to be able to warn us of pain. We need to be aware of what's happening in our body. But Father, I would pray that you would protect us from the things that would cause us great pain in the body. I would pray you would give us wisdom to know how to take care of our bodies. You know, Lord, we get into this cycle because once pain comes, then it prevents us from exercising, which then usually creates within us more a need for comfort food. And and it becomes this cycle that we get in and it feels like we can't get out of that cycle. But Lord, I don't want us to be able to even get in to such a cycle as that. Lord, I would pray that you would protect us wherever we are doing activities, that you would give us wisdom to know. I mean, Father, I didn't use the wisdom that you gave me. I was careless in the garden. Lord, it was on me that I had these fissures going and puncturing into my hand. That that was on me. That wasn't anything that you caused. It was because I wasn't taking care. I was not being observant. I was being careless. I wasn't even thinking that the that this accident could even happen. But Lord, I'm so grateful that you were with me in the accident, but the accident had to teach me the lesson to be more careful, to be more respectful of what was surrounding me, to watch where I walk, that I'm not stepping on hose and and running things into my hands. Lord, there's so much that we should be responsible for. We're we're humans, we're adults, we should be paying attention as well to the surroundings around us. And Lord, if we choose to take risks, then that's on that's on us. 
If we choose to take risks and we get hurt and then we experience pain, that's on us. But Father, there are those times, Lord, when I believe that you can stop things. You can do a divine intervention and you can stop things that that might have happened before they happen. So, you know, Father, and I, I, I believe that with all my heart. I mean, uh, Sunday, Lord, I'm preaching about uh, Saul and the Damascus Road and and Saul was full of the passion of ridding the area of Christians. He was on his way on that road to persecute them, to put them in shackles and take them to prison. And, and people, Lord, they had already had fear instilled in them. They were frightened because there was Stephen had been stoned to death. And there was, there was fear all around because they felt that anyone who was a follower or a believer that they were going to become, you know, people were coming after them to hurt them or perhaps even kill them. And there was this, this fear. And here comes Paul with this mandate. He's on a mission. And Jesus, you stopped him right in the tracks. He fell to his knees when he heard your voice. Saul, Saul, what are you doing to me? And he, Jesus said, you're doing it to me. And, but what about the people who are anticipating the persecution or the imprisonment? You see, they didn't have to experience it because God stopped it. He prevented it. And that's why I believe preventative prayers that God can be and bring in a divine intervention prior to something happening. He can prevent it. He can stop it. He can stop that pain before it reaches your body like he stopped Saul before he reached the people. He can stop that disease from coming. He can give you a clear and a sound mind. It doesn't have to be jumbled. It doesn't have to be working against us. It is to be working for us. So, Father, I pray for our our minds, our brains today, that they'll be healthy and that, Lord, that you will be the one who delivers us from these things that are, you know, in our future could hurt us or harm us or cause us pain. Lord, help give us the wisdom to know what we can do to help ourselves to be strong in body and bone or whatever you might, you know, have us do. I mean, maybe, you know, there's that preventative medicine. And in this preventative prayer, teach us, oh God, teach us, Holy Spirit, show us, reveal to us what we need to do to make ourselves well and to live this life in a healthy body there lord give us the strength and the motivation and the desire to do those things lord i have seen my son who has our a weightlifting when it hurts him to even get out of a chair at times and that he has been eating correctly and he is ordering his body to work in such a way that it will work to help relieve his symptoms, not just sitting around letting the symptoms destroy his body. We all have choices to make, Lord, and I choose to pray preventative prayers. All prayers are necessary, curative prayers, reactive prayers. But again, I would much rather pray a preventative prayer to help others to feel good and continue to feel good. Father, that is my that is my mission in this series, in this podcast. So may they go forth this day feeling well, feeling inspired, being motivated, knowing they can pray and ask you for anything within your will for them, for their good, 
for their good, Father, I pray. I pray for a healthy mind and a healthy body and a healthy spirit, and I lift them up this day, and I ask that you grant this prayer on their behalf, on their family's behalf, and Lord, I know that you are a God-answering prayer. May God richly bless you this day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So may you go forth, enjoy the rest of this day, enjoy the rest of your week. May God bless you until next week's podcast when we once again come to God asking Him and in our preventative prayers to, to be a blessing to us and to our loved ones. Take care. This is Treasures of the Heart with Pastor Louie and Youngman.